If you're a Republican, you got to be scratching your head over last night. If you're a Republican, you're looking at last night, you're thinking, oh my gosh, what have we done? What is Joe Biden going to do? Fundamental transformation of America, bankrupting American society. Uh, you had to look at that and, and just be scratching your head. I've got to tell you, if you're a Republican and you watched that night, and God bless you if you watched it last night. I had a buddy of mine text me halfway through it and said he, he finally had to get up and leave because there were sharp objects in the room and he was afraid of self-harm. If you're a Republican last night, you should actually be kind of encouraged by what you heard last night. Now, I, just, just, just bear with me here. What you heard last night from Joe Biden is a desperate grab for control. What you heard from Joe Biden last night is a pretty big power play uh, to expand the federal government as quickly as possible to take control of uh, the, the, and fundamentally transform the United States. It it actually was a, a pretty bold play that Joe Biden is making. Now, the reason you should be encouraged if you're a Republican by what you saw last night is the why. Why are the Democrats rushing? Why are they moving as quickly as they possibly can to do what they're doing? And the reason is because they've seen the redistricting numbers. The reason is because they know where this thing is headed and they got to do it as quickly as they possibly can because time is running out. Time is not on their side. They know the Republicans are going to make massive headway in 2022. That's why you should be encouraged. Joe Biden and the Democrats would not be rushing as quickly as they are into what they're doing, but for the fact that they know, without a doubt, Republicans are going to take back the House next year and they may recapture the Senate. So they have to rush right now as quickly as they can in order to put in as much as they can. And there are a couple of problems for them along the way. One is the filibuster. The filibuster is not going away. Joe Manchin is signaling again that he is not going to allow the Democrats to get by with the breaking of the filibuster. It's not going to happen. The Democrats are stuck. He's also signaling he's not going to let them get by with reconciliation for all that they want. Joe Biden now wants about six trillion dollars. He's already gotten the uh, he's already gotten the COVID relief package. He is also going to get some of his infrastructure package, and then he is going to probably get some of his uh, grand new LBJ stuff. But there's a level of hubris in what he's doing. And in so doing, he's going to hit a wall, frankly. And I think Joe Biden kind of recognizes that this is inevitable. He can't get Joe Manchin for some things. He can't get Kristen Sinema for other things. Uh, Senator Menendez from New Jersey is signaling no to major capital gains tax increases. Biden's got to pay for his plan somehow. And now he can't. He can't pay for his plan 
because of the way the Democrats want to operate. And so he can't get deficit spending through reconciliation. That's something you've got to understand. The Democrats believe they have a path to an additional reconciliation uh, package. Instead of two this year, they may be able to get three. And in so doing, what they think is that they'll have uh, 50 plus one votes to get it done. But to do that, they've got to make compromises internal to the Democratic Party where the divides of the Democratic Party themselves will obstruct the Democrats' ability to advance their agenda. For example, House progressives want deficit spending. While House progressives are fine raising taxes on millionaires and billionaires, they think part of Joe Biden's plan will be deeply destructive to small businesses and they even they don't necessarily want that level of destruction of small businesses. So they would prefer deficit spending. Axios has this story up this morning. Senate Democrats resist Biden's $1.8 trillion pay-for plan. President Biden is asking Congress to pay for the entirety of his $1.8 trillion American Families Plan, yet some Democratic senators want him to finance it with deficit spending. The human infrastructure proposal, which Biden will formally unveil Wednesday night during his joint session of Congress, this was written right before uh, he spoke, is already dead on arrival among Republicans, so the Democratic reaction is key. The American Family Plan would cover support activities such as paid leave, free community college, universal preschool, in part by raising taxes on the wealthy and corporations. If the White House ultimately tries to force the bill through the budget reconciliation process, it will need every Senate Democrat to come on board, and right now it's not sure they will. I'm not a big pay-for guy, said Brian Schatz of Hawaii. I think some investments are worth deficit financing. Nobody asks how we're going to pay for the U.S. military. Nobody really asked how we're going to finance the tax cuts for the wealthy. It's only when it comes to progressive priorities that everybody freaks out and tries to find pay-fors. Chris Murphy of Connecticut concurred. I think there's plenty of money in this country to pay for smart investments. But at the same time, if it's a good investment, I don't know that it needs to be fully paid for. These are Democrats talking. My view is I think we need to pay for part of it on the infrastructure angle, but not totally. John Tester of the Appropriations Committee said, I think we should find a way to pay for half of it up front, and then hopefully with good infrastructure, it'll create economic growth and give up the other half. Meanwhile, some centrist senators are wary of the $6 trillion price tag of the combined of Joe Biden's three packages, the rescue plan, the jobs plan, and the family plan. When we're in a crisis, you know, we've got to sometimes take extraordinary steps, which we did, said Mark Kelly of Arizona. But we've got to go back to managing the size of our debt compared to the size of our economy. John Thune, the Republican, said it always comes back to how we're going to pay for it. Key moderate Republicans, most willing to cross party lines, are also against the proposal. Our top federal budget that we vote on every year is $1.4 to $1.5 trillion. So it's a massive amount of spending, says Mitt Romney. I think maybe if he were younger, I'd say his dad needs to take away his credit card. That's Mitt Romney. So just because Biden proposes something doesn't mean it's going to get done. It doesn't mean it can even get done through budget reconciliation. Under the rules of budget reconciliation in the United States Senate, they've got to pay for it. It's got to be uh, do no harm to the deficit. 
It's got to be a budgetary proposal. This stuff is not in the current budget. If they amend the budget to contemplate this stuff, they may be able to get another bite at reconciliation. But even then, it's got to be deficit neutral. And it can't be deficit neutral if they want to pay for it on the back end and hope for some level of growth to get it done. But they also can't not try because they see the writing on the wall now. Republicans will control the drawing of a majority of congressional district lines for 2022. In North Carolina, the Democratic governor of North Carolina, when he was in the legislature, authored the legislation that gave the governor of North Carolina veto rights and precluded him from vetoing redistricting legislation. So the Republicans in North Carolina, even though their governor is a Democrat, will be able to draw the lines without the Democratic governor's ability to veto it. In Texas, the Republicans will not be blocked by a a, a Texas Supreme Court that's activist. In Florida, the Supreme Court there is now conservative. They won't be blocked there. They'll have some trouble in Pennsylvania, but not a lot in Wisconsin. The Republicans will have to cut a deal with the Democratic governor, but they've got the upper hand there with an election on the horizon there. This is actually good news for the GOP. It puts the burden on the Democrats in Congress to keep hurting cats as quickly as possible, which is somewhat hard to do. It puts the burden on the Democrats to try to structure this under reconciliation in a way Democrats are signaling they don't want to do. Joe Manchin is not going to get rid of the filibuster. It's going to cause internal fighting within the Democratic Party. On top of that, if they're able to pull it off, it's going to cause inflation and that's going to hurt Biden. But again, this is the bottom line here. And this is why I think if you're really freaked out by what you saw, What you need to understand is the reason it's happening this way, the reason the Democrats are doing it is because it's a pretty firm admission against interest that they know the writing is on the wall. Their time is running out. The Republicans will take back Congress next year. They've got to do as much as they can, as quickly as they can, And if you want to look at competence in administration, go back to the Obama administration. The Obama administration was able to push through Obamacare. But they couldn't do anything else. It was so all-consuming, they couldn't do anything else. And it led to a resurgence of Republicans at the state and federal level. The Democrats have polling that shows them this is all popular. But the same pollsters showing them the American people think this is popular showed them they were going to have a blue wave upon Republicans last year. So don't despair. Don't freak out. It is pretty clear at this moment the Democrats are headed into disarray. They know the Republican wave is coming in 2022. And Joe Biden is going for broke in a way that's not possible for Congress to do without fracturing the Democratic Party. You're not going to hear Democrats say that. They're going to put on a united front in public. But that's the reality of the situation. They can't accomplish all of this without fracturing their party. They can't accomplish all of this in a year. They can't accomplish all of this under reconciliation without major compromises. 
And in trying to do it, they're reuniting the divisions of the Republican Party. Everyone from Mitt Romney and Liz Cheney to Marjorie Taylor Greene, and and you pick the Republican, the pro-Trump Republican, they're all united and locked up against this plan. Susan Collins from Maine to Lisa Murkowski in Alaska, the Senate moderates are 100% against it. The Republican moderates in the House are against it. The conservatives are against it. The MAGA wing of the party is against it. The states are against it. Oh, and we haven't even discussed the Republican secret weapon. All those Trump-appointed judges who will be taking a look at everything. This was actually a pretty good deal for Republicans last night. It's a big admission against interest. Joe Biden's days are numbered and he knows it. 